So many people talk about we should be planning our business for the unexpected. And yes, I 100% believe that. But I think what we can do and what's a little bit easier is plan our business for the expected. There's so many things that come up each and every single year, months that we're expecting it to come up, but yet we wait till the last minute to plan for it or worst case, we don't plan for it at all. So this whole episode, and this is gonna be a four-part episode, is planning for the expected. So let's jump on in. Welcome to the Serve, Scale, Soar podcast, the podcast dedicated to helping service-based entrepreneurs scale their online business to five-figure months so they can soar into six-figure years. Your host, Brandy, is a wife, mom, and in less than one year, created a six-figure business. And now she is spilling all her secrets so you can too. Hey, 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 y'all. Welcome back to another episode of the Serve Scale Sword podcast. I am your host, Brandy Mouse. If this is your first time listening, welcome, 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 my friend. And if you're a returning listener, I am so grateful for you. And I'm so glad that you are turning in for another episode of our podcast. And before we jump into this topic of planning for the expected, I want to give our shout out to one of our spotlight listeners. And this is from Meredith Miami. She gave us five stars. She said, Brainy Surf Scale Store podcast is inspirational. I love the honesty of her monthly income reports. I get so many ideas on how I should invest my service-based business for maximum growth. And Meredith, I'm so glad you love the episodes and the transparency. And this episode is going to be no different than that. So if you haven't left us a review yet, or it's been a while, we love to see your review, honest review. This just helps the podcast grow. And so other people can find us. And I read each and every single one of these. And you may be our next spotlight listener. Okay, so let's jump in to planning for the expected. One thing I see a lot of is like, you should be planning for doomsday or if this happens or if this happens or if this happens. And honestly, yes, we should. We should have things in place so if something comes up, our business can still run. But I'm going to challenge that, that a lot of times there's expected things that come up in our business way more than unexpected things. And when I talk about planning for the expected, several ones that I see commonly is summertime. The kids are coming home for summer. What the heck am I going to do? This is something we're aware of. Like it happens every year. You know it's going to happen. So why do we wait till like the last minute to start planning for it? Or you know you're going to go on a vacation. Maybe you want to go on a vacation for two weeks or something like that. You know you have that planned. Unless you're a last minute planner like me. Like you know that that vacation's coming up. Now let's plan for it. Like what are we going to do? And let's plan ahead of time. Or like my current situation and what brought about this four-part series is I'm pregnant. So in case you haven't heard, I am pregnant. And as I'm recording this, I'm 14 weeks pregnant. And as soon as we found out I was pregnant, we started planning for the expected. We know that I'm having a baby. We know the baby's coming in nine months. So let's prepare the business for that now instead of waiting until I'm like three months out or something. And so this cool thing happens when you're planning for the expected. 
is that you're more prepared when unexpected happens. And so if you're creating things like systems or getting just like, you know, emails in place for the expected, like, hey, I'm gonna be out of the office type deal emails, then you have those for when the unexpected comes up. You're not trying to like just wing it and come up with that on the fly. And so one thing I want you to know as we go through these series is as you plan for the expected, the unexpected will happen. So right now we're planning for the baby and we're getting the business ready. Now, I will be honest, I doubt I'm gonna take like a three month maternity leave. Like to me, that's just, that doesn't sound fun. (laughs) It doesn't sound like what I personally want to do. Also, I don't need to, that's the other thing. I know that's not everyone's situation, but I'll have Austin home. We also, I don't work like nine to five hours. And the one thing that I am aware of is that I will shift when and how I work like fully aware of that. Now, with that being said, this is as I'm sitting here talking to you. These things may change and I'm fully aware of that, but I plan on taking like a month off and we're gonna prepare for me to take a full month off, but I'm not preparing to take like three months off or anything like that. But of course my workload will be less and less for the first three months of the baby's life as everything like, you know, it's just an adjustment. Your body's adjusting, your hormones are adjusting, you're adjusting to a baby. And so as we prepare for that, we're getting ready. And so, but unexpected has already happened. There's been two things that are unexpected that happened, but because we were already planning for the expected, it helped. So the first thing is with Riley, I was not sick at all. The first trimester was a breeze for me, like first and second trimester. I had a really rough third trimester and then labor experience and fourth trimester with Riley. But for the most part, like smooth sailing for the majority of my pregnancy. And so I just assume that this pregnancy would be the same. And the other difference is that was five years ago. Like it's been five years since I was pregnant with Riley. And so we were just expecting it to be just like it was with her and it wasn't. And so for about three weeks, I was like so sick like couldn't get out of bed, super, super sick. And because though we had already, that was like week eight, it was eight, nine, and 10 that I was super sick. We had already started planning and I was tired before then. So we had already started making adjustments and I'm gonna talk about these changes in a minute. But what I want you to know is like, that was unexpected, but it wasn't as bad since we had already started planning for the expected that was nine months from now. The second unexpected that came up during this is we went through Hurricane Ian and we made it off way better than most people that were south of us, but like it was a week where I didn't work at all, that I wasn't expecting not to be able to work, that I wasn't expecting not to have cell phone service, that I wasn't expecting not to have internet. And because of the planning that we've been doing for nine months from now, we were able to manage that situation way better and we already had things in place. So here's what I want you to know. If you start planning for the expected, when the unexpected comes up, it makes it a little bit easier to handle. Now that's not gonna be true for every situation, but I truly believe if we can start planning for whatever your expected is, then it makes planning a little bit easier. Okay, so here's the things. We're gonna do a four-part series. So I'm recording this after first trimester, so I'm gonna talk about stuff that we started doing then, and then I'm gonna record another one. That'll be like another three months. I'll record one for what we've been working on since this episode, and then we'll plan one right before I'm due. So we'll do like what we did to prepare leading up to the baby, and then after three months after the baby's born, 
we will do another one and talk about like what worked, what didn't, what we need to adjust for next time and all that kind of stuff. So this is going to be a four-part training series, but it's not going to come out at once. It's going to be kind of how like when we did the monthly income reports leading up to million dollar year, you're going to kind of get them as I'm going through this. And so as I'm recording this, like I said, I'm 14 weeks pregnant and we're done with the first trimester. And so there are six things that I want to talk about that we started doing the last 12 weeks, 13 weeks to prepare for this. So the first one is as soon as I found out I was pregnant, I let the team know and we started clearing my commitments. So I was in a few masterminds, peer and then paid, and I looked at the schedule of those and how much time they were taking up in my business and like what commitments were part of those and I decided to leave. And so this was really hard because I'm someone who suffers from FOMO seriously. And one of these I'd been in for two and a half years and I was, I like really close, but there was commitments and I wanted to clear my calendar as much as possible. And so those are like, I'm in other courses and stuff, but I think that whenever you're in like a high ticket thing or something that requires a little bit more energy, it's different than being in like courses or a lower group coaching program or something like that. And so I wanted to clear my commitment. So that was the first thing that left my schedule is like we just cleared my commitments and that opened up a lot of time, which was good because I really needed sleep. I was sleeping a lot. So the big thing was clearing my commitments, saying no to things. So that was another thing. Like if we got invited to a summit, we were saying no and things like that. We just cleared out my commitments to things that like I didn't have to be part of. The second thing we did was we'd already planned the conversions for clients launch before I found out I was pregnant. And then I found out I was pregnant and I was like, oh gosh, we don't know how this is gonna go. So usually how we run our launches for that is it's three videos and we usually do it Thursday, Tuesday, Thursday. And then the cart opens on Thursday and we close it on Tuesday. Well, I was like, gosh, these are like long launches and there's a pop-up Facebook group. And so we looked at this launch and we said, how can we like low key this? We usually also spend 15,000 on ads. And I was like, I don't know how I'm going to feel. I don't know energy levels. So what we did is instead of spreading it out so far, we did a Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday boot camp. And they were each one to one and a half hours. And we did it that way. We didn't do a pop-up Facebook group. And we decided to only spend $3,000 on ads instead of 15, just in case like we had to cancel it or something like that. And it went great. We prepared for a lower launch number and we were okay with that. Like our business was totally fine with that. And we just made it easy. And so that was a decision we had to make. And I think it was an awesome decision. I'm so glad we did that. And so adjusting what you already have on your schedule that like can't necessarily go away. The third one is we paused beta to begin enrollment. Beta to begin enrollment requires me to get on a call with people for them to enroll. And I was spending a lot of time on phone calls, enrolling people, and it took up a lot of my calendar. So part of clearing the commitments was also pausing enrollment into Beta to Biggie so I could have time to focus on our current students, but then also get a lot of those calls off my schedule. So that was another business decision we made that felt right for me. And so we paused that program. The fourth thing we did is we canceled travel. And so I was supposed to go to Vegas. And let me back up. So 
with all this being said, we actually had three unexpected things that came up. So the day I found out I was pregnant, we were getting on a flight to go to Virginia to visit our family. And I literally found out that morning. And then we were on a plane like three hours later. So we went up to Virginia to see my family. And when we did that, my grandmother had a fall and my mom was in the hospital with her, the ER, for like several days. I think it was two days they sat in the emergency room and she came back and then we were all together and stuff and my mom started not feeling good on the last day that we were leaving. She said she didn't have a fever or anything. Well, we get back and she calls us later that day and says that she tested positive for COVID and then my dad also tested positive and then I woke up the following morning and I hadn't had COVID before. Woke up the next morning like super sick, migraines, and everything. And then I tested negative. But then Austin tested positive and he got it. And then Riley had it. And our whole house. But within 48 hours, we were totally fine. We made it two and a half years without it. And then it was a 48-hour thing. And we were totally fine after that. But I will tell you that it put a little bit of caution and just that my immune system may not be what it is like without being pregnant because I know that like sometimes your immune system's like lowered when you're pregnant and so it kind of like put a little bit of like oh gosh I don't want to get sick with the baby I don't want anything to happen and so I canceled all travel this was for a few reasons one because I was a little nervous after getting sick because like when you're pregnant you can't take like anything you can take Tylenol and then there was also a whole article about Tylenol during pregnancy but I had a fever so we had to get the fever down and so I was just a little on edge and so during that time I canceled some work trips and stuff coming up but also it was a good thing for me because one we didn't know how I was going to feel and two I have been super clingy (laughs) to my husband ever since I got pregnant like I I just want to be home. I want to be around him and Riley. Like, I'm very clingy right now, which is not normally me. I usually solo travel all the time, and it's not a big deal. So, we pretty much canceled any travel I have unless it's with them. So, one thing that we did do is I went to Funnel Hacking Live, and we decided on that because of its driving distance. So, I went there, but then they met me halfway through. I was there Wednesday, Thursday, Friday and Saturday was the conference and then they came up Friday after Riley got out of school and they were with me Friday and Saturday. So we decided that we were still going to do that one but definitely something that's unusual for me is canceled travel just didn't want to I think it was a bandwidth thing. I was nervous about being getting sick. I'm like over that now. I think in that moment I was like freaking out and canceled stuff and so canceled travel which I'm good with unless I'm traveling with them and I just want to be around my family right now so that was totally fine with me. So we cleared my commitments. CFC launch we modified. We paused B2B enrollments. We canceled travel. Five is we worked on system cleanup. So in our back end. So one of the things that we had said we were going to do is move from active campaign to convert kit. We did that. We moved a few of our programs to Thrivecart Learn, like low ticket ones. We did that. And by we, I mean like Janessa took care of a lot of this. I helped in a little bit. Did a few other like back end cleanups 
just so everything is really like cohesive so it's less for Janessa to know when I'm not available to talk or if I'm on my month of maternity leave that type of thing so we really did a systems cleanup and I think this is really important and something people don't do is they don't evaluate like what cleanup they need to do to make it easier on them or their clients or their team and so we'll continue to do these little system cleanups leading up until I go on maternity leave but those are the big things we worked on this time was just migration things okay and then six this is like the final one for this one and we just learned to be really flexible. There was a lot of podcast episodes that we had to cancel. So I am someone who, if it's on my calendar, I'm going to do it. I don't care if I'm sick or what, unless we have power out or like people drilling in my office, which has happened. We don't cancel our episodes. We don't cancel calls, things like that. And we just had to make decisions to cancel some things. Like if I was sick, I just couldn't do it. And we just had to be okay with that. And and with the sickness, the weird thing is I had all day sickness. So I'd have one day where I was good, like I could get up. And then the next day I was in bed for like three days straight. So it was a lot of last minute cancels, which made me like cringe. But we also had a, like, I had to come to terms that my body needs rest. I can't be sick in doing calls. And so we just had to be really flexible with my schedule, with calls with being okay with needing to cancel things and that was hard for me that has been probably the hardest thing so being flexible and just knowing like maybe things don't get done as fast as they used to because I used to be able to knock things out really quick and now usually by like one o'clock I need a nap and so being okay with not getting as much done in a day as I was before and I will say that now that I'm kind of out of that sickness and stuff I'm like knocking things out back to the way it was but also learning from this that once the baby comes, it's going to be the same way. Like, I'm just going to have to be flexible. So, this is part of planning for the expected is also knowing that, like, when the unexpected comes up, like the hurricane and stuff, we were able to be flexible and we had to cancel calls because I didn't have internet, but I wasn't stressed about it. I was just like, okay, this is where we're at right now. This is what's happening. And I think it's because we had to go through that and I learned to be flexible and deal with these emotions during the last three months. And so what I want you to know is that when you can start to plan for the expected, whether that's vacation or if that's, you know, having a baby or getting married or whatever it is, that when the unexpected comes up, it's way easier to deal with. And the unexpected will come up. And when it comes up, it's a great time to show you like, what systems can I put in place? And I will say that's one of the biggest things is the flexibility clearing my commitments, and then working on cleaning up systems. Like those are the three things that I think have made the biggest impact in our business. And what I know will be true is even once after the baby, the work that we're doing now is going to pay off for our business for you know, year after year. The only difference is right now we're doing it because we're planning for the expected, but this will serve our business so well moving forward. So I hope some of these tips helped you. And if you're ready to learn how to scale your business more, head over to bradymiles.com and see what we have. We have a ton of free resources. We have some trainings. You can join us in Surf Scale Soar. Whatever floats your boat, my friend, we have it for you. So I cannot wait to see how you start planning for your expected. Let me know on Instagram at bradymiles. And until next time, my friends, go out, serve your clients, scale your business, and soar into the success you deserve. Thanks again for tuning in to the Serve Scale Soar podcast with your host, Brandy. If you loved our podcast, please be sure to leave a comment or review and be sure to tune in next time.